Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. All right, hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank and Jack Henry (laughs) and Esther Moreno. Good morning, good morning. I love Kidman. Welcome. If you're catching this today on Facebook or on the podcast or on YouTube, wherever you're at, I want to thank you for joining us. The number on the screen, 833-792-6372, is a number that I need you to text. If you have a question, if you have some, a recommended topic or a recommended guest that I bring on the coffee chat, or if you want to join me on the coffee chat, text the number on the screen, 833-792-6372. Um, Now, I have a challenge for all of you before we begin our conversation with Jack and Esther, and that is I know these are crazy days. A lot of you are saving money on your budget right now. Some of you are like, what budget? That budget got froze. We're not buying pizza these days like we used to buy pizza. You probably aren't buying as many prizes as you used to buy, not quite as many Costco runs. So here's here's my challenge for each of you today, okay? Less pizza, less prizes, less Costco more phone calls this week, more phone calls this week. So it's easy to get discouraged thinking, thinking about when you used to make those Costco runs and when you store that pizza and that, pri- that treasure box used to keep full prizes. Um, and, and on the weekends you walk into an empty building or maybe you're regathering, but it's half the number of kids. Be okay this week with less pizza, with less prizes, with less Costco runs and more picking up the phone old school and just call some kids. I mean, what if each of us just goes every day, we're gonna call two kids after school or we're gonna FaceTime one kid every day after school and ask them how their day went. I'm telling you, in all honesty, those kids would probably rather pick that conversation with you over a prize in the treasure box any day. Our guest today, Jack Henry, Esther Moreno. Jack, Esther, (laughs) Esther, lead off. Uh, Esther, you're always just so humble. I mean, if there's anybody that wears humility, it's Esther Moreno. Uh, We were were joking. You guys, listen, Ryan, Jack, I have to tell you, our home is quiet because it's a war zone. So, like, we think that we can have it all and we just refuse to think that we can't. <laughs> oh my word. I told guy, I said, hey, I gotta do the coffee chat. So I set up a little desk in there. <laughs> I threw the kids in there. <laughs> With said, him? Good luck. <laughs> he, I know poor guy, he's probably like that. Dang Ryan Frank, will you leave, leave my wife alone? Um, <laughs> he's such an unprofessional VP. Like he just so is. So I said, you know what, you can handle it. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. Did you tell them it's going to be like two hours just to mess with them? Like three. It's going to be three hours. Honey, I know you're going to do great. I love you. <laughs> he's thinking about how he's going to get it back. That's what he's thinking. Yes, right. dinner or something. Yeah. Well, Esther and I happened to talk on the phone yesterday, and I could hear these kids yelling in the background. And I'm like, Esther, how's it going? And she said, e-learning, enough said. And now today, <laughs> now today, like your house is perfectly quiet. I mean, there's zero movement. Not upstairs. <laughs> Not upstairs. Okay. How are the Henrys doing? Oh, the Henrys are great, man. Just coming off vacation and, uh, nice. you know, 
a lot of places we wanted to go, we canceled. It, it was supposed to be our 38th anniversary Alaska cruise this year, but you know, all the cruise ships, you know, virtually sank, as we can yeah. say. So yeah. we just got the family and the kids, even though they're grown, and the uh, son-in-law and the girlfriend, and just went to Gatlinburg for seven days. Good for you. I love Gatlinburg. Beth and I were there this summer with our girls. And a lot of bears. A lot of bears. That is like the ultimate uh, quick trip. Ultimate family vacation. <laughs> it is. And we we rent we have Beth and I have been there before. We've never taken our girls, so we've wanted to do this for several years. Get a cabin. We did a Dollywood cabin, just because honestly I couldn't find any others available. But Dollywood has like a brand called Dollywood Cabins, and the prices were really competitive with other cabin rentals. And the cool thing is, um, that if you rent a Dollywood cabin, they give you some perks like. Um, passes to Dollywood like in and out like you yeah. can so we were like in the evening if the girls wanted to ride a roller coaster we jumped in the car drove 15 minutes and this was right after they opened up so no, nobody was there so we were walking on rides it was really really sweet the first day we were there it was a jeep convention now I like jeeps yeah don't get me wrong but I don't like a thousand jeeps okay <clears throat> so but the day we got there was the day it was ending. So the next day it was like, nobody was there. It was awesome. Did you eat at the Old Mill restaurant? We always eat at the Old Mill restaurant. <laughs> and we always eat at the breakfast. Uh, what is it called? The breakfast the camp? pancake house breakfast. or something? The breakfast what? Camp. The breakfast? I've not yeah. heard of that one. It's right in Gatlinburg, and you can get a breakfast del delivered to you in a big black skillet. Ain't nothing like it, man. <laughs> What about those corn muffin hush puppy at the old mill? Those oh, come on. hush puppy corn muffin things. <laughs> now, listen, we got to do some kind of Kidman. When COVID breaks, we got to do some kind of a Kidman retreat in Gatlinburg. The three of us got to lead it. That's right, you guys. So in three years. <laughs> oh, my. Don't say that. Don't say that. We will be there. <laughs> oh, my. Well, guys, okay. I'm hungry now. Thanks, Ryan. Esther, you got it. Bye-bye. I am. <laughs> Okay, so I today I want to talk about staying encouraged. Mm. And immediately I thought, if there are two people that seem as though they're always encouraged, they're always up, they're always encouraging other people, posting positive things on Facebook and social media, it's Jack Henry and Esther Moreno. So here's my first question for both of you. Esther, do, are you always up or do you ever deal with discouragement? I mean, be honest and real for a minute. Oh my or, goodness. Um, absolutely. Of course. I think everybody deals with discouragement. Mm -hmm. I think the, the thing is, though, is not whether you deal with discouragement, but how you handle it when discouragement comes your way. And I know in our house, we, I mean, we are constantly fighting to be grounded in God. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. I wish that I had like this philosophical, eloquent like way, you know, and 10 step plan to tell people, okay, if you do this, when you're discouraged, everything's going to be perfect. Everything's going to work out. And I, it, it's the same thing every time I have to constantly go back to God. I have to constantly remember who God is and who he is in my life. I have to constantly be reminding myself of who I am, you know, and, and not just 
who I am in Christ, because that's important. That, that, is the, that is the foundational element truth. But I have to remember who, who I am. I feel like this season has been crazy. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I have, I have had to remember, who, who are you, Esther? Because you, you're not Jack. You're not Ryan. You, could, yes. you go on social media, you'll see all these things. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, this person's doing this. I had to remember, who am I and lean into that, you know? I'm... I'm an energy bomb. Okay, let me lean into that. I'm. I think I'm funny. Yep. <laughs> Maybe I'm not funny. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, you I, are. I can dance. You know, yeah, I. I'm yeah. leaning into who I am and remembering that and just em embracing. I know. Come on, Jack. <laughs> now, hey, now there's three good points, Jack. I don't even think we need to go to you. We'll just wrap it up. Come on, I'm happy. I got I'm telling you, those three points will preach. Remember who you are. Mm-hmm who you are in Christ, how God has created you, be good with you. Remember who God is. Mm -hmm. Remember who he is. He is faithful. Mm -hmm. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That should be in the Bible somewhere, by the way. Probably is. Probably, Probably is. is. And, <laughs> and go to his word. <laughs> go to his word. Um, Beth, my wife, Beth, her grandfather, who was a pastor all his life, and he, he went home to be with the Lord probably five years ago. He, I remember he would say all the time, never question in the dark what God has shown you in the light. Mm -hmm. And he would always be like, you need to go to God's word. Mm -hmm. What did God's word say? What does God's word say? What does mm -hmm. God's word say? Mm -hmm. um, and those are good points. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even when you don't feel like it, even yeah. when we're not feeling like mm -hmm. going to God's word, even when you don't feel like praying, for the listener who's listening now, I would encourage you, if you are discouraged and you don't feel like doing it, do it anyway. Do, Do it, it anyway. anyway until something breaks in the atmosphere. I promise if you stay committed and devoted to that, something will break and you will see God. So, yeah. and you know what? And that's the thing. This book that we hold in our hands, it is the living word of God. And the more I, the older I get, Jack, you got it right there in your hand. Yep. I don't have a Bible in the room. Yeah. It, the older I get and the more I walk with the Lord, um, I don't at all have this down in my life, but what I've learned is the reality of God's word being a living word. Because it's amazing how God will use his word. There, It's living. It speaks no. to me where I am right now. It's alive. It's active. Mm. But here's the thing. If I keep it shut, man, I am missing out on that. Yeah. And that, that brings a lot of conviction to my spirit, even as I say that, because I don't spend near enough time in the word as I should. But I, man, I need to plug into that. Jack, what about you? Are you up all the time or do you deal with discouragement? You know, back when, uh, not just COVID, not just when COVID started and mm -hmm. everything quickly shut down. I mean, we were all shut down. We yep. were all shot. Yep. Um, and I've got my own ideas about all of that, but we all went through the same thing. Everybody did. And some people out there, some of these guys that are listening are still going through a lot mm -hmm. you know here in georgia it's it's much better than it is around the country i know but mm -hmm. i get i get i see things on our uh, i love kidmen yeah people are still down and they're really yeah. discouraged but yeah. you know i have learned i guess i guess 38 years in ministry and even longer than that being a christian i am a little, little years old and i got saved at eight i lost <laughs> you there for a second <laughs> 
Uh, sorry, my my Zoom froze. Let's keep going. Um, That's fine. Yep. But, uh, you know, God has proven Himself over and over again. Mm. And nothing I have learned in my life, and I'm going to get emotional, mm-hmm. nothing in, nothing can happen that can outdo God. I mean, yeah. he's going to shine through, and I just keep that at the forefront of my mind. You know, we was on vacation last week. My kids came down the mountain. They had the key to the condo. We didn't. Angie and I w- was going back to the condo. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to have some quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we got there and we, there's no key. We're like, Oh my goodness. And I said, and you know, we were sort of, I'm like, what are we going to do? We're going to sit out in the hot sun. Well, I said, no, I'm going to go take my shoes and socks off and my shirt and I'm jumping in the pool. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I said, Hey, God's got this. And it was five minutes after that, that one of the residents, he's 77 years old. He's been a Methodist, nothing wrong with Methodists. I got many Methodist friends but he was in some type of Methodist church his whole life that told him that he could not study the Bible for himself, mm. that they had to tell him. I don't know what that is or what sect that is. I don't know. Yeah. And he came out and he said, I'm so glad you're here because I was just in there reading the Bible and I'm so confused. Wow. A few minutes. I says, brother, I got about two hours. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's and, neat. Oh, my gosh. Just like the Ethiopian story. Again, yeah, I could have sat there and got discouraged because I just wanted to go in and sit in a chair and look at the mountains and hold my wife's hands and play footsies if she'd let me. And, and just adult, you know. And, yeah. And then, but God had me there for that reason and uh, to talk wow. to this man. And I got now I got his email and his phone number, and he's got all these he said, I've joined a church to where they encouraged me to study the Bible. Hmm. And it just brought so much encouragement to me that God would even use me, you wow. know? And uh, I told my wife, see, I said, God's always got a plan. So let's just learn to chill out. <laughs> oh my God, that's such a good story. So Jack, did you like disappear? Like after you did this, you were explaining it. I mean, it, that's just so crazy to me i'm like oh this is like a this is like a new testament story of yeah, like yeah. the early church it was a god moment you know if i had gotten up there and had a key i never would have had that wrong so and there you were able to be a good pastor to that guy you probably even collected his tithe at the end didn't you, <laughs> Did you? i am back <laughs> okay all right you are baptist just like me that's right a good pastor all yeah okay quick joke you guys have probably heard this and it's super lame, but this pastor and his family and this other family go up on a hot air balloon. Okay. First time they go up in this hot air balloon. They're all nervous. Everything's going real good. Dark clouds roll in. This hot air balloon starts doing this number and they start talking amongst themselves. And this other family realizes they've got a pastor on with them. And, and they, and, and they, they like, Hey, you're a pastor start doing something so he took he took up an offering he took up an offering that's what he did <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> you like that joke i like it i like you're it. laughing just that's a courtesy laugh. Oh! okay come on so <laughs> these are some good points let me ask you about this one so i love what esther said about recognize who you are and and be good with that and lean in on the lord lean in on his word mm. What about this one? Because this is a big one for me. Maybe if I was going to add a number four, it might be this. And that is 
if you want to stay encouraged, you've got to be really, really careful about the people that are around you. Um, for me, I, I've been in, um, I've been, had work environments before that are, I would almost call them toxic, but mm -hmm. I'm too mean, but, but like where there's just such negativity that like I really struggled with negativity every day. And for me, I have found that um, the more I gravitate toward positive people and the more I try to stay away from negative people, the more that helps my mental state and my spirit and my mm -hmm. positivity. Have you guys found that to be true, Esther? Oh my goodness, I was reading the book of Proverbs this morning. I'm back in chapter number one and I was reading it. I mean, in essence, that's what they were talking about. You know, they're talking about wisdom. Wisdom is crying out. Be careful of the company that you keep and yeah, be yeah. wise. And I think that it's so important that it has never been more important than in a season that we're in. I mean, come on, you guys. It is crazy. All you have to do is go on social media. Yep, <laughs> I yep. mean, and just all of the, the strife and the fighting and the politics. and I mean, it is enough to make your head spin. And I think it's so important to keep positive people around you who are going to feed your spirit, who are, not people who are going to hand clap you when, when mm -hmm. you're in a woe is me party, but people who are going to lift you up. I love having people around me who are going to tell me the truth. Yeah. Esther, yeah. stop tripping. Yeah. <laughs> Esther, you're, Esther you're, you're really not that funny. Um, <laughs> no, you are. You are. I'm just kidding. Hey, that's true, though. I mean, I, I promise, I believe this with all my heart, that every person you encounter, and especially those close to you, um, they're either going to lift you up or bring you down. Mm -hmm. going to bring you down. Jack, what would you say to somebody who's like, man, I, Ryan, you just talked about working in a toxic environment. I feel like I, I, am, I am in this culture or this atmosphere, this environment that's bringing me down. Um, I don't feel like I've got those positive voices close to me in my life. How would you encourage someone like that? Well, you know, we, we control you know, we control the people around us. We control who we hang out with. Uh -huh. <clears throat> you, we've shared stories. You know my story and yep. situations that I've been in. And uh, there are times I had to remove myself mm -hmm. from cer certain atmospheres. <clears throat> but one of the greatest ways to encourage yourself, like you said, is through Christian fellowship. Yeah. If you find it, and you should be able to. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, this is probably one of the most important aspects of our Christian race. Yeah. And I was, I'm going through Acts right now, and I just recently read in Acts 2.42 that the early church placed fellowship right on par with Bible study, with prayer, mm. with union. So the people you choose to fellowship with in your spare time will either hinder your walk with God or it will help your walk with God. Uh -huh. I think, too, Jack, being the light, even if you're in a toxic environment we have a choice we there's always a choice and i just encourage anybody if you're in that environment to choose we have to choose to be the light when even when we don't feel like we <laughs> you know we we want to be the light or but this person said this but they did this but this just isn't right choose to be the light i mean i have been in environments 
where I mean it it was it was tough. I mean it was yeah. tough to walk in. Um, the, you, you know, one of the first positions that I got in children's ministry, it it, it was so new. It was it was just I I was I mean in essence I was the first African American that they had ever hired. Mm. You know, on staff I was just new. I was I was young. I was new. I was black. No one else was black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so I came in there into this new environment. You know, I had no clue that a woman who had been there for a while. You know, she had gone out for the position and she was lead, you know, she was leading the ministry, you know, in the transition time and she had went out for the position, but they had hired me, you know, so I went, so let me tell you, it was not pretty. I had no clue any of this was going on and it was so toxic. And I remember it was one person who just had such a difficult time. I mean, it was set up after set up. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know that I was walking in the traps, but I remember the Lord spoke to me and said that I want you to love on that person like crazy. I want you to be the light that I have called for you to be like crazy. And over time, I mean, uh, their children fell in love with me. They fell in love with me, you know? And I mean, so I, it just, love really does conquer so much the love of Christ when we choose to be that light even if we are in an environment where we feel like it's so dark it just really does change things that's good Esther that's powerful because we can't let negative environments change who we are yes yep you know I just refuse to let that happen I'm going to be who God made me to be yeah no matter what environment I'm in I love it Jack in just a moment I'm going to ask you to close us out in a word of prayer and just pray a blessing and uh, just pray for all the Kidman leaders that are watching or listening to this through the day and through the week. Uh, but before we do that, Esther, will you take a moment? And um, there's a lot of chatter about your 30 days of prayer, which I want to thank you for doing. I think it's an amazing idea. Um, I, I'm so thankful that you sense the Lord telling you to do this. Tell us what is the 30 days of prayer um, maybe a little bit about your heart behind it, and then what's it look like practically as far as everyone who's watching or listening in the community, how we can be involved? Oh, my goodness, absolutely. So how can I say this nicely? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sick of everybody crying. <laughs> I am sick of everybody crying. This, woe is me. This is the worst season ever. What can I post today that's terrible? <laughs> like, yeah. We are in the most fertile mission field on the planet in children's ministry. It is incredible. The God that we serve is incredible. This is crazy. It is time for us to get on our knees, to come together as a body, to fight against all of these attacks of the enemy that is causing us to be distracted and make this the issue or this uh, race war is the issue no now politics is the issue what coronavirus is and what it isn't is the issue we need to put all that we just need to squash it come together as children's ministry leaders and workers and unite and go back to our first love and watch him do something amazing. So yes, we are doing a 30 day, I call it the 30 day wake up call challenge. 
I like to take take my book and call everything that I do in that year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What it is, I, I'm like, we wake up, you sleepers, you know, arise, wake, remember who God is. You know, every we we are gonna be okay because the God that we serve is amazing. And children's ministry is it is not our ministry; it's His ministry. So I just we I got thirty leaders to get. Really, I got more leaders. It's funny because I'm like, let me see who responds first. <laughs> so now it's funny because Jonathan Banks, y'all know Jonathan. Oh yeah. He, he texted me all late today. Hey, yeah, I'll be a part. You're too late. Just kidding. <laughs> Everybody can be a part of this. This challenge is not just for 30 leaders. It is for everybody. It is a global mission to storm the gates of heaven in the area of children's ministry. So every day I am posting on my like page. We, we got different topics, uh, emphasis that we are praying for in children's ministry. And we, I mean, we are just praying. I've had so many people come to me and they're like, where do I have to meet? When? What time? I'm like, whenever you want. <laughs> yep, yep. People are excited. Yeah, yeah, it's no, it's no strings attached to this. But I just, I just pray that we will go with the spirit of expectancy yeah. of what God will do in and through leaders uh, across the country, around the globe, in the area of children's ministry. Because these, listen, I know this pandemic hit, but these kids still matter. They, I mean, they, they are still fighting. There are still so many cultural wars that they are fighting on the back end. And that didn't end because of a pandemic. So we That's still right. need to be on our A game. So I'm excited. I invite everybody to join us. Jack, you're joining in with us. And it's going to be great. So the, the hub, I mean, the place to go is there will be updates in the Isle of Kidman community. But it's your, it's the Estim it's your Facebook page. Yes, it's my public figure page. But I am posting it on my normal page too just so people can see the yeah. new topic every day i'm gonna try to make it as available on as many platforms as can possible you put it on the i love kidman every day too i will i will Good. please do <laughs> all right jack would you close us in a word of prayer please this yes is sir good. thank you thank you all right father we thank you for the time yes. thank you for ryan and the team that makes this coffee chat happen lord is such an encouragement uh, just being here and just daily listening and being a part, God, just, it's just encouraging. And God, I pray for my brothers and sisters, my fellow Kidmen leaders out there, God, and all the families they minister to. Well, there are people that are hurting. They're really hurting. So God, help us, Lord, to uh, be who we need to be, be who you made us to be, and uh, help us to speak encouragement to them, speak life and light to them. and to always, God, just ourselves, Lord, to, uh, as Esther said, stay on our A game, Lord, to make sure that we, Lord, like David, that we encourage ourselves in the Lord, mm -hmm. and we can do that. And Father, I believe one of the main ways we can is through your mighty word. Lord, Proverbs 14 says that your word in the Hebrew is medicine mm -hmm. for our spirits. Amen. God, we need your heavenly medicine. Use us greatly. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, love you guys. Esther, thank you. Jack, thank you. Um, everybody in the community who's watching or listening today, thank you. Don't lose heart. Stay encouraged. And if any of the three of us can serve you anyway, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or email or connect with us and we're happy to help you. Thanks again, Esther and Jack. Good to see you, Esther. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, bye guys. guys. Have a great day.
This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.